a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. We're continuing our conversation with Hannah and Daniel. They own and operate a farm here in Utah called the Ballerina Farm. That's an interesting name. Uh, Well, it comes from uh, Hannah's background. She, a Juilliard-trained ballerina, and her husband, Daniel, uh, a son of the city back east, the big city, they reached a chapter in their life where they wanted a change. And they did something about it, and they set their sights westward, and they came here to Utah where they, uh, for the past while, have been operating a, a working farm. Not only that, they've been raising their family there. We have thus far talked about all the decision-making which led up to this point, uh, and now I'd like to pick up the conversation with how things are going now. Uh, let me ask you, uh, Hannah, you, uh, a ballerina in one life, now in this life, uh, as, a, as a farmer, how's the transition been? Oh, you know... Um, it's been good. I feel like there's a lot of similarities as far as worth work ethic goes. Um, you know, it's it's from dawn until dusk to farm, and um, kind of similar to being a dancer. You know, you kind of have to eat, sleep, and breathe it. Um, but it feels good to be out here, and it feels good to raise our children out here. It's a lot of work, but it's simple and find that rewarding so daniel before the break you mentioned uh the the formation of essentially a business plan that would uh sustain this farm now uh, we know from you know stats and news stories and coverage and certain realities that it is not an easy go of things when you decide to become a farmer and yet uh you two along with your family have been able to pull it off uh, d- describe your farm to us what is the business model Our business model is simply, um, you know, right now we don't sell to any grocery stores. We don't sell to any restaurants. We don't sell to anyone but our own customers. So we we make a connection with these customers over Instagram or Facebook. Um, they come to our website, ballerinafarm.com. And right now the, the product that we offer is a meat subscription. So you sign up for a, a meat box and it can either be beef or pork, or both, or soon-to-be lamb, and then you can decide to get that box of meat every 30, 60, or 90 days, or pause, or skip, or, you know, if you're if you're not going to be home. And so people get that subscription, and we ship all over the country, all 50 states, um, and we, we ship a quality meat. You know, we, we raise a, a heritage breed um, pig that people really 
um, get hooked on. They really like the flavor of that meat, and we we raise you know heritage breed cattle. And um, anyway, so that's kind of our oh. our business model. And you know, traditionally, what people would do in uh, you know in Utah, for example, and most places in the country, is they create a commodity product, and whether they're selling lambs or they're selling calves or they're selling whatever, you know, it's an, it's an animal. You take the auction and you get paid market price for that, for that animal. And doing that type of a business plan with ranching or farming, you need to have an immense amount of land and right. resources because the margins are so small. You've got to multiply that many times to be able to support your family or, uh, and those working for you. And what's nice about going straight to your consumer is, you know, you can control your price and you don't have to pay so many middlemen and, you know, you're able to make a living off of a smaller acreage or a smaller valued um, farmer ranch. So that's kind of what I think is necessary for someone getting into this nowadays. Don't go after the commodity prices. Get into a niche market. Sure. Create a product that people are willing to pay more for. Don't be competing with, with Walmart and Costco and all these other guys. you got to create your own playing field. you got to create your own product and get people hooked on it. So that's the business side of things, and you have worked it in a way that's successful and works well for your family and keeps things uh, afloat. Now, how about the family side of things? You have five children. What's it like for them growing up in the circumstances? Well, you know, with five, soon to be six, you know, I grew up playing lacrosse and football. And Hannah grew up doing cheerleading and dance. And now our kids are kind of, they've got a completely different upbringing than, than we did. And we're kind of going in a different direction. Instead of playing ball, we're going to, you know, they, they do horse riding lessons and they're getting into rodeo. And, and so we're, we're trying to embrace the whole lifestyle. Yeah. Um, we're not just farming and then, you know, we're completely different people on the weekends. No, we're like, you know, we're, like Hannah said, we're, breathing and eating this stuff and i think the kids are really enjoying it i mean there's not too many kids that can say they grew up on a farm nowadays it's getting more and more rare and so i feel honored honestly to be able to give them the childhood they're getting and i think you can raise a a family wonderfully in any environment whether you're in new york city or solid city or in camas where we're at um there's no right or wrong way to do it uh, it's just a different way to do it, and it brings us joy to see them raised like this. And we understand that uh, not everyone can do that, and there's plenty of ways to raise children, for sure. We're speaking with Hannah and Daniel. They are the owners of Ballerina Farm, a farm here in Camas, Utah. On Instagram, you can follow them at Ballerina Farm. That's how I came to be aware of their remarkable story. My wife, uh, Jessica, was a big follower of theirs, and the, the, the path that they have taken is an intriguing one. They, uh, for a time in life, were big city people living in New York City. Hannah, a Juilliard-trained ballerina. Daniel uh, grew up in the big city. Uh, and then one day they decided, well, you know what, maybe we need to change of pace and they have come uh, here to Utah, Hannah's home, and have made a go of things successfully. Hannah, I, I have to ask you, there is a post from a short time ago on your Instagram there, uh, and it is of yourself and your children, and you're all holding uh, what appear to be mason jars uh, as you stand in front of a milking cow. And the description uh, describes a, uh, a family tradition that you have just before dinner time. Will you tell us about that, please? Yes. So um, 
one of my favorite animals on the farm right now is our dairy cow. We got her a few months ago. Um, and every we milk her twice a day, so she gives us about four gallons of milk a day, and we've been making all our own butter and and cheese, and and it's just it's been so fun having that um, having her on the farm. So at nighttime, the kids um, usually in the morning they're not quite awake, but at nighttime the kids come down with me with a mason jar with a little bit of brown sugar, a little dash of cinnamon at the bottom. And then they just milk, (laughs) her name is Dandy. They just milk Dandy's milk right into their jar and drink her warm cinnamon sugar milk. And it's it's their favorite part of the day, as is mine. (laughs) Amazing. Probably not an experience uh, you picked up at Juilliard, huh? No. No, this is farm born. Outstanding. Uh, Hannah, Daniel, thank you so much uh, for spending this last half hour with me. Thank you for sharing your story with the listeners here. And as you know, so many of us are all cooped up inside as we combat this coronavirus pandemic, it is a wonderful treat uh, to look into the lives of folks who have taken complete control of things and decided to live life exactly the way they would like to. Uh, and that's what I see in you two and in your uh, beautiful growing family. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you for having us. We appreciate it. All right, very good. Again, Hannah and Daniel on Instagram, you find them at Ballerina Farm. And online, they have a website, ballerinafarm.com. Fascinating story. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, I want to talk to you a little bit about some remarkable developments in Utah's battle against the coronavirus. This morning on Dave and Dejanovic's program, Dr. Angela Dunn spoke. I want to share with you some of what we learned during that conversation. That's coming up ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.